वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ राइटर गीक शो वी आर योर होस्ट विष्णु एंड शंकर and in this episode we are going to talk about birth control so that being said we would like to give you a fair warning that we are going to discuss some pretty gross and probably borderline disgusting stuff so be prepared for that anyone who's been a fan of friends would know that condoms work 97% of the times and the rest of the 3% it turns into shattered dreams <laughs> i think you should be really happy that condoms are made the way they are right now using synthetic material and plastic and all that if you were born sometime in the medieval times you would have worn one which was made out of intestines of certain animals what yep it was pretty gross so uh, like those times you would pick up that intestine and you'll just put it over your <laughs> you know the worst thing is not that these days once used you throw it out right yeah <laughs> those days you have to use it again wash it <laughs> and all that it stuff it used to be reusable of course no no not reusable but they had to reuse I it and you had to you were forced to use it again oh. because it, it was not readily available kind of stuff we'll get into all that um, but before that let's uh, you know kind of explain what birth control is and how this whole process works okay so let's get into that So birth control is either a device or a method that is used to prevent pregnancy as all of us know and many of us are very familiar with as well <laughs> I would assume I don't know what you're talking At about At least the ones about 18 years of age isn't that the legal age in India In India you're not supposed to know about it right practically you're not supposed to learn about it you're not supposed to talk about These it These are the things which in- are not supposed to be spoken about Instead you're supposed to do yoga you and control yourself <laughs> <laughs> Actually that's what some people have said I don't want to name any names but yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well um yeah birth control has been a center of many controversies and even in, in even today I mean we can speak about India if you are uh, buying a birth control stuff let's say contraceptive medicine or even uh, even condoms uh, in a shop you're like you're a little uh, hesitant to do that and even when people see you buying these kind of things they give you a stare and some kind of hush hush talks happen behind your back because it's not considered to be normal yet in our society uh, especially i mean i don't know if a girl is the one who is going to buy all these things i don't know what she might expect to find uh, people doing around her they might even label her as uh, you know some some kind of yeah it's practically like fr- it's frowned upon yeah it's frowned upon still well um i, I but that being said we have moved moved forward a great deal uh, you know um, at least the youth in this country now are aware of these these things and you know they they are more responsible when it comes to all this um so briefly explaining so we just mentioned what con- you know contraceptive or a birth control stuff is it comes in various forms like the, there are some things that Okay so le- before that we uh, let me briefly explain the process I'm sure Are pe- you feeling shy <laughs> I'm not feeling shy <laughs> yeah. Let me explain the process where uh, people know a bit about the process like you know how it's done and all that what happens after that I don't think many people know or re- really care about all they know is that once you do it 9 months later 
if you are not careful some things might happen you know valentines day children's, children's day. day yeah so f- 14th feb is valentines day and november 14th is children's day in india right yeah, something like that so is that means 14th na- or 13th who knows yeah it's 14th don't act as if you don't know you have celebrated it many times with your people you had in your life so uh, let's not go there to that? <laughs> so uh, yeah so for pregnancy to occur uh, you know a sperm must flow up the vagina through the cervical opening into uterus and one of the fallopian tubes which is inside the female body and if an egg is present in one of those tubes uh, it just fertilize one of the sperms fertilizes it and um, you know baby comes out after 9 months and the for a you know out of the millions or billions of sperms that come out of uh, a male only one gets a chance to get inside so i think how much of a down you are in your life you should f- still feel happy because you are that one sperm who won the race at least something i won yes <laughs> anyway so contraceptives uh, work in different ways some either block the sperm from entering the uterus the others are uh, others kill the sperm sperm cells or there are even others like hormonal contra- contraceptives which prevent the you know uh, ovulation process and prevent eggs from being discharged so those are the different uh, methodologies in which contraceptives work um let's go a little bit into the history of it and this all these things didn't start recently i mean you might think that you know use of condoms and stuff started recently um but that was not the case because okay. even in early uh, history of humankind there were certain very very bizarre and you know mind blowing methods which people used some of them are really unbelievable and gross and some of them were very dangerous as well but people never gave up on their desire to have sex so you know even if it is dangerous they used to love living dangerously and the worst part is most of the times uh it was the females who suffered because of all this um so yeah that was like unjust yeah so, like sex is such a taboo thing but that's something for which we live <laughs> in fact human race will not move forward if you're not doing it right yeah. i don't know what is the big deal uh, about it but it's considered to be such a bad thing in mm-hmm. at least in indian society at some places yes most of i mean right. even in this age i feel there are many people who have a very different opinion about sex in the sense they even refrain from talking it in public um, or even in a discussion right they feel that doing that means you're doing something wrong yeah uh, like but again they the thing is that once you're married that is the one thing that keeps your generation going and i don't know what changes yeah but all of a sudden. people don't understand that probably uh, because of societal pre- pressures I you know, know the thing is that people who advocate against it are also the ones who do it when no one else is looking at you know they really long for it See, they suppress uh, it to I, an extent i think what's happening there is that they are really frustrated that they are not able to get it so <laughs> they don't do want you, others to do see, it see what do you do like you like a you you like a girl and you want her okay you want her to be your girlfriend or something mm-hmm. so you uh, you know go behind her do whatever you can under your power to like get her but if she, if you don't get her what will happen you'll start hating her mm-hmm. the same thing which happened it's like the story <laughs> of the sour grapes right yeah yeah see what you can't get it's always sour and yeah. one other thing see it's more of a cultural thing i mean um uh, it's it's bit controversial as well right 
people associate having sex with something that's like a big thing like if you are having sex you should make sure that you are you're having it with the person whom you're married or you're so sure that you're getting married to so that is like a indian culture as well um especially uh, in the previous generation this generation i think they are pretty much aware of things and they have, they have moved much forward and they don't care much about it but otherwise if you are and there are even cases you know as i've heard cases in kerala and all that if a guy and a girl they are even in a, if even if they are in an affair not necessarily having sexual intercourse and stuff they are forced to get married to each other uh, by the families and uh, you know the people in their uh, society or either one of them is killed by their parents or like yeah, family that happens that, like, that yeah. is an, another thing which might be a discussion for future but um, having sex was considered to be marriage as well man yeah seriously like but the thing is we have come a long way but there is still a long way to go that's what we have to look into like probably in the future it'll all change when the younger generation becomes you know the uh, major uh, generation who takes care of everything in the country probably but uh, we still have a long way to go that's true so uh, coming back to the history of birth control so um, one of the earliest known existence of birth control or a proof of existence Uh, was in the form of cave paintings in France, uh, which dated back fifteen thousand years. So there were certain, you know, drawings which uh, resembled kind of a condom or a rudimentary form of it. We don't know what it was or how it was used and stuff, but um, those kind of things were visible in the cave paintings. That meant that it played an important part in their society as well, right? So those. in those times man drew whatever he saw in his life so we assume that there was one such device or whatever it is was used in those ages as well yeah like 15000 years means neanderthals they got they became extinct like 30000 years ago yeah right? it, this is modern human being so yeah it's not that far away from them if right. you think about it so it's a, yeah. it's a it's a long time ago it's yeah. even before uh, history was recorded or wow. you know it's so um, cool Yeah so um, coming back to modern age as with everything else Egyptians had some uh, research and everything done um, so uh, there were two books books in the sense they used used papyrus uh, material to write stuff right uh, so there were two papyrus uh, one called Abers and one called Kahan which dated from 1550 BC and 1850 BC respectively they mentioned um use of honey and acacia leaves uh, these were mixed and placed in the vagina of the female to block the sperm so apparently they had some spermicidal quality i must say is that even a word i don't know like pesticide spermicide right i think it is a word i am so, not sure so this is what they use for birth control apparently see my concern is not about you know how it's pronounced or whatever <laughs> my concern is did it work well see the thing is as bizarre as these most of the things that which i'm going to talk about seem some of them did actually work so that is the most surprising part honey and leaves and during my research there was there were many moments when i was like so disgusted and when you read about it you kind of picture it in your mind and you were like oh man but some of them really worked some of them were totally Disastrous. you know disastrous and resulted in death as well so yeah we'll come to that uh, the next one especially is one of the examples okay so chinese people very intelligently they used to make females drink a cocktail of 
mercury and lead two of the <laughs> least poisonous metals you know they could have Being added uh, uh, what is that arsenic, arsenic as well it. yeah you that know, would have the perfect but cocktail. in a sense you know what it actually prevented birth because a person doesn't live anymore yeah. so it's very effective in birth control because once you once the fem- once the person drinks this uh, it leads to brain damage kidney failure and death you know that's a great business idea probably we should start a contraceptive company which uses the same formula yeah. probably i'll go to jail because of this yeah <laughs> yeah so um, that's what one of the methods they used but mostly re- resulting in really bad uh, outcomes and uh, as mentioned earlier acacia gums and leaves were used um, you know and placed inside the vagina to prevent uh, sperms from entering um sodium carbonate and a mixture of crocodile dung was used once um co- crocodile dung had some acidic properties which were thought to prevent uh, sperms from entering the uterus but in fact researchers found out that that was actually to an extent it was effective as well uh, yeah it may work or may not but the thing is crocodile dung it's dung right so it sm- smells i think that itself is a cause for uh, birth to not happen because nobody would really want yeah. to go and have it have sex with a person who's like stinking of crocodile dung that's actually very clever, clever. seriously speaking very of clever. which <laughs> one of the medieval ways of uh, preventing pregnancy was to tie the testicles of weasel to the female's thighs i didn't get to you like yeah, you you get the testicles from the uh, weasel. weasel weasel is a small animal huh. right and they used to tie it to their thighs how is that going to work of course nobody wants to have would you want to have sex with a f- oh, female like who? that okay i, I mean i'm just like saying but some... <laughs> they literally believe that even with that if you have sexual intercourse it won't happen man like, we are living in a much better place right now seriously artist yeah you feel like going back in history and living in the medieval period you no, should no. rethink no, it no, no. Yeah. i max to max i'd go back to you know world war times and one of the most common methods which was suggested which was very simple but i would say it was the most difficult thing was uh, withdrawal method you know what it Pulling means out. so before the male ejaculates he will just pull out his thing you know the funny thing it's still prevalent you know people and it was even mentioned in in bible as well in yeah. one of the books and uh, one of the greek physicians uh, who lived around 200 ad his name was soranus he advised women to hold their breath while having sex and then sneeze once the intercourse is completed he thought somehow that will kill all the sperms i have no idea how but yeah that's what his idea was all about you know I should have probably researched with you on this topic because I'm getting shocks over shocks yeah. and I'm not able to like respond properly I can just sit here with an open mouth and what are you serious um, you hold your breath and after you're done with sex you just sneeze I mean hold your breath I, I don't think holding breath for the entire duration of the session would work because yeah. that person will die No 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 I think it may work what if the guy is a two pump chump <laughs> Okay so that's what uh, Suranus uh, suggested um and this is one of the most interesting thing that i found out in my research there was a botanist his name was theophrastus he suggested the use of a plant called syphilium i mean syphilium 
it kind of sounds like syphilis yeah. right i think it would have come from there syphilis was a, a plant which could induce abortion and also had contraceptive abilities um the thing with this plant was it grew near the city of uh, sirene i think it's pronounced sirene c y r e n e near libya present day libya it was a coastal city um and it grew only in that area people tried to you know farm it elsewhere it never worked out this plant became so much in demand during the first century bc that it was worth more than the same quantity of silver because wow. of its demand because it was so rare getting mm. it was so difficult because it never grew anywhere and it had, it was only limited and Uh, somewhere around the same time it went ex- extinct also okay so people used it like so much that yes. it i don't i wonder who was extinct. the last person to use it maybe we don't know he might, might don't not know. even have used it he might have kept it there you know when i'll get some exactly it might it. still be existing somewhere <laughs> uh yeah that's that's the story from elsewhere let's come back to india yeah so yeah, it, yeah i was waiting you know when you'd start with india because india is a land of, have, uh, like, of sex here. right because i think kama sutra was we have the in international best seller from india of course <laughs> when it comes to sex yeah so um in india a combination of again <laughs> this doesn't sound really good a combination of rock salt which is fine okay honey which is also fine egyptians use it used it and elephant dung was used elephant dung imagine elephant dung you know that that thing stinks i think the most i think the idea behind this is the same thing make a person smell so disgusting that nobody really wants to have sex with them it's better to not bathe right go go without bathing for like 2 months i wonder who i wonder who would <laughs> once you put these things inside who is the person who is saying like you know what i don't care i will just still want to do it i have a lot of things in my head but i don't want to say it well, because this will become then too this explicit becomes a explicit <laughs> episode i think we should set the explicit tag to true for this one yeah. because it's not fit for the ones who are below 18 i guess then probably we should just go ahead and talk the way we want to but no, yeah. I, yeah let's still uh, hold on to it yeah. um meanwhile in greece uh, olive oil and cedar oil combinations were used which is fine right. it won't work but it's still fine yep anyway um little more bizarre technique uh, of steaming was used uh, to prevent birth i mean to as a birth control as well so in this method what they used to do was uh, they'll have this very hot rocks and over that they used to pour some medical solution and stuff it will cause steam to come out and women used to you know kind of stand or sit on over it uh, i think i watched a movie like an old hindi movie where yeah, they ca- do it when exactly. they're like pregnant so so i'm coming to that so you won't believe it um this was like in the medieval period and in medieval europe they used to use a modified version of this which used a pipe which was inserted inside the vagina and took the steam inside to uh, you know instantaneously kill the sperm so, but the problem with that was it, it mostly resulted in the person trying it getting burnt so it was not over there yeah, yeah. wow um and uh, yeah related to this you you mentioned about the hindi movie right so in um, in one of the sanskrit texts i think it was mentioned uh, one of the similar similar method of uh, uh, birth control 
so the tradition was you the women sat on you know above a steaming pot of onion and water it was like you know mm-hmm. boiling uh when that was done it was i, I th- surely it was painful because it's hot it's steam boiling, right yeah. i think that worked as well because jewish women in manhattan copied this method and they were using it in the beginning of uh, 20th century as well wow so, so seems to be working one of the i think uh, so all these are like bizarre and dangerous and something and all right one of the simplest ways uh, someone thought about is just if you have already have a baby just keep feeding it for a long time like breastfeed them yeah but i don't know how effective it was in some cases it was effective but in other cases it was not 100% effective uh, i don't uh, think that works yeah. because no it it does but um, not to the extent that someone would want it yeah. to be and um if we already mentioned about weasel testicles and all that stuff uh, some people even made a drink out of that out of weasel testicles weasel and canadians used beaver testicles wow like they're making soups out of all these things yep. and like yeah yep. let's yep. drink this and i'm sure you would have heard of this name casanova yeah yeah giacomo casanova was an italian guy who was yeah. very famous for having a lot of yeah. affairs and mm. you know in, indulging he's in sex he's next to rasputin i think yeah he is mentioned that uh, every night he used to do it at least six times and He's lying man seriously yeah but the thing is that he <laughs> had a lot of diseases and uh, you know rashes and stuff is what the history says and he used to uh, so <laughs> weird guy he used to take a lemon squeeze it mm. and he used to push it inside his uh, you know the other person's vagina and then he used to use it as a cervical uh, cap now this is the more interesting part you might think it was just a stopgap arrangement and it never worked in fact it actually works um, lemon juice has a very good ability to kill sperm cells half teaspoon of lemon juice can kill two spe- teaspoon of uh, sperms in under 30 seconds this was a research which was done by some australian scientists so But- he used to have a lot of sex but he had very less illegitimate children so it oh. it's a fact but the thing is you already told me that he is, he had a lot of diseases and he had rashes and all that mm-hmm. so think about that lemon juice coming in contact with those rashes yeah that's what i'm saying it was painful <laughs> for him as well and oh. he also was a person who used to use linen condoms linen yeah made of linen and he after every session he used to take it out wash it and use, use it, it, again. it again wow Like so, it was reusable you know, stuff. You know, back then everything was environmental friendly. You know, you buy something, <laughs> you use it as much as you can. And around the same time is when animal intestines were widely used. Mostly pig intestines and uh, intestines of certain kind of fishes. Just imagine how they would smell. And you are putting that thing on top of your thing. So I, I, don't, I don't even want to think about it. And thankfully, around 1800s was when... vulcanized rubber was patented and our modern day condoms came into use oh yeah thanks uh, but but that problem uh, but that was not entirely a solution because uh until 90 20 early 20th century anti obscenity laws in certain countries prevented women from actually having a having access to these condoms so they had to still go out and search for other ways of birth control one of those I am sure that after this you would start looking at this thing in a very different way and probably wouldn't want to do anything with it was using Coca-Cola. 
So next time you drink Coke, just think about how it was used before. No, but how can it be used? I well, I, let's come to research again. So recently a research was done using Diet Coke and normal Coke. Hmm. Diet Coke apparently killed 100% of the uh, sperm cells. No, but, but how do they use it? Like You just pour it inside. Are or you serious? Maybe just wipe it using a sponge or something. I'm not, you know. I, I already don't drink Coke. That now you're much, never going to you know, do but it. But now I'm like repulsed. I am, I'm never going to drink Coke ever again. And similarly, there was another interesting product which was actually manufactured for one purpose and which was uh, also marketed as a female sexual hygiene product. You would be very familiar with this. It was called Lysol. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Lysol uh, was actually a cleaning, cleaning fluid or something yeah. like that. They, females started using this product as a, uh, you know, spermicide. Mm. And they even started marketing it as a female sexual hygiene product. Mm. But the problem with this was it used to cause a lot of burns and rashes and, you know, allergies and of all Of course, that. you use it to clean floors now, right? Yeah. There's another product which had a beginning... Where it was actually used for something else and now it's used for something else. Can, do you know what it is? I, f- I think I know, but I can't place what it is. Listerine. It was actually used as an antiseptic. Oh. Uh, this thing, fluid solution in hospitals and all that, but it didn't catch up. Now it's a mouthwash. <laughs> well, what was Coke initially? Yeah, it was I, a medicine well, and it, it actually had, had Coke. So all these improvements in birth control was a result of uh, this birth control movement, which started somewhere at the end of 18th century. Uh, it was a major political issue in most of the countries like Britain and America. Uh, so British economist Thomas Malthus wrote a you know, publication in 1798, which discussed about the effect of population on economy. So that is when people started really thinking about why birth control is a necessity, because the more population grows, there's a scarcity in your natural resources and other stuff, which was which which people started thinking once he published his book. That's that's one great thing, right? Uh, yeah. Like someone who is uh, from back then thinking about such a thing mm. having an insight about something which is gonna affect the earth like yeah. so much right now and you know what that time the population of uh, earth was not even 1 billion the 1 billionth point was around 1804 that's when population reached 1 year mm. and subsequently you know how many years it took for it to become 2 billion 2 billion took another 123 years so, it was in 1927 that the world population reached 2 billion wow. people. And it took another 33 years for it to be 3 billion in 1960. 14 years subsequently to reach 4 billion in 1974. 13 years in 1987 for 5 billion. 12 years to 6 billion in 99. Another 12 years for it to be 7 billion in 2011. And it's going to be 8 billion in sometime around 2024, which is additional 13 years. And the 9 billion comes after 18 years in 2042. And the population is going to stabilize somewhere around 11 to 12 billion. It's not going to go forward. And even after industrial revolution, actually, the population of the world started growing at a slower rate in 18 post-1880s, especially in uh, industrialized countries like in England and U.S., where um, condoms were widely used 
and women started getting mar- married you know little later in their lives yeah the thing is the more knowledgeable you become you get to know about all these things and you control uh, accordingly because yeah. you get to know the higher purpose but still some people who are un- uneducated and you know live in see um in our country also right uh, it's become like a thing like if you have a kid you need to have another kid after you know 3 4 years uh, saying that i recently had a conversation with one of my friends um who already has a kid so we were talking about population and stuff and he later said that you know um, he's probably looking for a second kid i just asked him so you are just going to contribute to the increasing population when you do that uh, he said uh, so the justification he gave was see it's always better to have two what if something happens to the one wow i mean that's like little bizarre to me i mean that's such a pessimistic approach uh, yeah i feel it's little pessimistic uh, you can be even more pessimistic by saying that what if something happens to both of them then what are you going to do right um but i would say i mean it's just my opinion it's always better to think about how you're contributing uh, you know just having more kids is it the solution or is it what you want it actually increases the pressure on you as well bringing up a kid is not a simple thing especially in these times so you really need to think about uh, you know how many you want yeah like uh, once i had a conversation with someone from our native and uh, we were talking about kids and why the person was ex- explaining to me like why it's better to have two kids and the explanation was that uh, you know if you have two kids no one will be alone you know if you have one kid that kid will be alone and he or she will have to grow up uh, without knowing how it's it's it'll be like to have a sibling so if you have two kids they'll all grow together and all that i was like are you seriously telling me that because of that reason you should have two kids that's all i don't think it makes any sense uh in our case also if it was just one of us we would have just grown as a single uh, child right i mean what yeah. kind of a difference would that make maybe yeah but you wouldn't always have other friends yeah yeah that's the thing so yeah that's what prevails now and um, as a result of all this you know awareness about increasing population and its effect on economy all these improvements were done and in around 1960s when oral contraceptives came into being i re- still remember when i was a kid i used to watch these advertisements right so there was this uh, capsule or tablet called maladi which came which was very popular it had that amir khan and juhi chawla song right was it i think so ghungat ki ad se dil bhar ka so I, i used to see those but i never understood what they are and i, I and there was another uh, advertisement of this uh, condom company called dilux nirod <laughs> right yeah. so one of the ads which i remember was something like this so there's a guy who on the street and there are two cops standing on the roadside they are kind of waiting for some uh, some some bad bad guy you know smuggling stuff and all that so this guy comes and they are like talking to him they are asking what are you doing um, so he has something in his pocket so this cop asks him so what are you what do you have in your pocket show it to us he was so he, the other guy is like very reluctant to show it he like uh, kya hai i mean like are you carrying uh, gold biscuits so this guy is like no 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 i am not a smuggler that this and all then show it to us whatever it is otherwise we are going to arrest you and all that then this guy slowly takes it out and shows it to them that it's a condom then the cops are like you know praising him wow you are so you know uh, good job good citizen yeah. you are a good citizen <laughs> you are thinking about the society and all that stuff in fact a good message uh, but yeah i used to watch that and i used to wonder what what the hell is this uh, what the hell is condom 
and it after the uh, ad towards the end it says that it uh, so these condoms can prevent uh, aids and all that stuff so i was wondering what it is uh once what happened was uh, i was in a conversation with you know elders i was just sitting there because we had been to another house where elders were like catching up and i was just sitting on the side this was like almost like 10 years ago so i didn't have like that much knowledge about uh, contraceptive receptive and stuff so they were talking about all these things and uh, one of the people who we know very well i'll mm-hmm. tell you later on who it is so he was like <laughs> he he was like you know why are they showing all these kind of stuff on t- uh, on tv it mm-hmm. seems if uh, people are aware about it they don't have to show uh, condom ads right mm-hmm. so why are they showing it it seems yeah but yeah that is a mindset i mean uh, especially in the previous generation right but i one thing that i've seen recently at least in our home state of kerala uh, they have made this condom machines available in bus stands and all the other public places where you just put a 50 paisa or 1 rupee coin and you can have it i mean in a sense yeah people might argue that it you're just uh, you know um, uh, making it more popular or whatever it is that what that's what people think that by actually providing it you're forcing people to have sex that's not true in fact you're preventing a lot of things people can have safe sex um, less transmitted diseases and stuff like that yeah my only issue with that bust and bust up uh, condom vending machine is that i IG? hope it works <laughs> <laughs> one buck two buck well, i have not tried i don't know okay uh, good that you clarified <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah so yeah i i was talking about all this uh, birth control pills which came in 1960s a uh, little later uh, iud's came into existence iud stands for intrauterine device you would have heard of something like copper t and all that yeah, right yeah, it's yeah. a it's a device which has copper which prevents uh, you know fertilization and all that stuff a, a surgery a, sur- a small surgical yeah. procedure and, and another very very effective uh, sterilization method for males uh, is called vasectomy where yeah. you literally block the um, you know channel through which the sperms come out <laughs> there was a news uh, like few months ago where uh, a guy from kerala he's married he's got two kids he did a vasectomy so he was like being praised and you know the media was like you know someone did the right thing yeah it it used to come as advertisements also right uh, i i remember uh, they used to show all that it's it's actually a good thing to have that i mean you can have peace of mind i mean you don't have to think did my condom break or is it going to be effective and all that stuff right i mean you can just do well, it well that's what charlie sheen was worried about it to where half went oh yeah and uh, yeah so iud's and all such kind of vasectomy and all those things came into existence um <laughs> the more interesting part of this uh, what's going to be the future of um, you know birth control so uh, i was reading about a german carpenter Uh, his name is Clemens Bimek. Uh, he patented a device um, that literally had a switch to control your semen. So <laughs> it sounds a little painful as well. The device is um, operated into your scrotum. And there's a switch which will be inside. But you can literally you know, um, switch it on and off by touching it. uh above your penis like you feel that side and oh, you'll get yes. to know where the switch is yeah you just oh, push it and man. pull it so if you re- if you want to have a kid switch it on do it 
if you are good enough you might, you might be successfully you might be successful in having a kid if you don't want a pregnancy to happen you just keep it off you know the thing is if it works perfectly you know without pain and all that no it's not it's it, he operated him uh, on himself in 2016 and it seems like it's a success and they're trying it on 25 other volunteers and it if works. it is successful sometime in late 2018 it's going to come in commercially available wow. to everyone wow. i mean it if it works it's it's good enough right i mean the only weird part is you switching it on and off yeah yeah you wouldn't even know which one is on which one is I off i would rather prefer some you know some kind of mobile app for that you know just <laughs> click on the button how will you charge it how will you charge the well, device it, it should it should be uh, you know using your body temp ah, yeah, right. i mean something I should be figured out i thought it would out. be something like you know insulin dispenser which you know some people have it right now well uh, yeah this these are all fields in which uh, research is still going on and it's an important thing i must say though you know we we are having fun having you know talking about this episode but this is in fact something that everybody should think about we blame a lot of thing uh, things on uh, increasing population especially you know traffic and housing problems and increasing rent and all that so you really should think about whether you want to be a contributor to that problem i'm not saying don't have kids everybody has their reasons to have kids to keep their generation going but think about how many you are planning to have yeah in fact we would probably have kids in the future <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah that's what it is so it's all about um understanding what you're getting into but you know one thing is that i won't blame traffic because because of these traffics you know uh, people have started listening to podcasts a lot more of course many of my friends even say that you know uh, just because you because we listen to your podcast we don't feel uh that you know one hour two hours is getting we are sitting in the traffic and some of them have started taking metro because of the traffic they don't take their cars to office so in the metro also they are listening to our uh, episodes and which is a good thing for us i mean more episode downloads per yeah. week and month <laughs> yeah so these are the current uh, methods uh, you know using all these devices or condoms or Uh, even female condoms exist and there are other uh, devices which can be used as well and there are some sprays and stuff which literally kill the sperms and all that so yeah all of these have a margin of error the only proper uh, method of preventing 100% would be something like vasectomy yeah. which is called sterilization in general so yeah anyway uh I hope you guys learned something from this and uh, go and, have lot of safe sex. And probably you might not <laughs> be able to look at certain things the way you used to look yeah. at them earlier like coke and lemon and all that stuff. Uh, try to get that picture out of your mind. Go and watch ET or some other comedy movie and you know have some I fun. I don't think I'm ever going to eat sausages anymore. Well. <laughs> <That'll- laughs>